Good evening, guys. Welcome to the Access Auto Automotive Podcast. This is Jorge once again joining you, this time from home. Uh, I know SEMA last week was a little crazy and um, recorded a cool podcast for you guys with Alex Bellis, who was kind enough to sit down with me for a couple minutes and share a little bit about his story. But tonight, we're going to be doing something just a little bit different. So I've been in the automotive industry at a dealership level for the better part of 16 years now, probably a little bit over 16 years now at the dealership level. And, um, you know, I spent the first uh, bulk of the time with a BMW retailer here in New York. And lots of folks always come to me for advice when they're looking for a used car to buy or new cars to buy. And there's one question that I get all the time, you know, and um, especially now with Social media, you see so many other cars online and Craigslist and eBay and uh, all these platforms that are used for people to go out and look for used cars and, and buy them. So everyone's always looking for an inexpensive BMW. And unfortunately, I'm here to share with you that there is no such thing as an inexpensive German car, whether it's BMW, Mercedes-Benz or Audi. Either you pay a lot when you buy the car or you pay a lot to get it serviced and maintained. Sometimes you do both. So I always tell people from the get-go, listen, spend a little bit more money and just go to the dealership, get a car that's certified pre-owned, you know, for the most part. If you can afford to finance a car, um, that's usually the best thing to do. Just go to the dealership, get certified pre-owned. Those cars usually look that very well. Um, and you have the manufacturer warranty backing you for 100,000 miles, that is just, you know, that it's a really good idea. It's better than having a third-party warranty for sure, that you would get a used car a lot or something of that nature. And because you're spending money with the retail, with the retailer, the dealership, um, they're more inclined to help you when you have a situation where something fails and it's not necessarily covered under warranty or whatnot. You know, the dealerships may step up to the plate and help you, you know, as opposed to if you buy the car at a used car dealership, you know, and you have an issue and you show up at the retailer, um, they're going to tell you to go scratch and they're going to give you a bill, a hefty bill, usually when it's a German car to get it fixed uh, for whatever issue you're having. And, you know, your SOL and, and a lot of the times with some of these third party warranties, you have to front the diagnostic fees. So if you drop off your car at a service facility and you have a third-party warranty, like a warranty from GE or, um, or someone like that, a warranty that you did not get from BMW themselves or Mercedes-Benz or Audi, um, and you go to a dealership and you drop your car for service, usually they're going to ask you to front an hour or two hours of diagnostic time for whatever issue you may be having. And um, and then once they figure out what's wrong with the car, then, you know, if they're if they're kind enough, they can communicate with the third party warranty uh, company on their own and just keep you in the loop instead of uh, giving you a bill that you can then give to the third party warranty company, which is something you don't want to do. If the dealership can work with a third party warranty company, then that that's the best case scenario for you. But um, if you buy the car from the dealership, you know, you have some trouble. You know, there's something called uh, goodwill, meaning that uh, most dealerships have an account or uh, a predetermined uh, amount of spending money, you know, for lack of a better term, that they could use for 
taking care of customers, of loyal customers, of, of people who, who are who do business with them, you know, people who they want to keep happy, who they want to keep coming back to them, who are in an unfortunate situation where something goes wrong with their car that isn't very common or that is obscenely expensive or, you know, things of that nature. So for the most part, these dealerships are allowed to make decisions on their own um, when it comes to uh, what's going to be covered or not covered under goodwill. Um, but at times, they will have to uh, reference a manufacturer and actually reach out to BMW of North America or Mercedes-Benz of North America to um, just make sure everything's on the up and up or get permission to be able to cover a certain repair. Or sometimes they will reach out to the manufacturer for assistance themselves and say, listen, can you guys cover this part or half of this repair? And then the customer can pay for the labor or something like that. So you know, there, there's different options that are available to you if you actually go to the dealership to buy your car as opposed to buying it at a used car lot or from uh, buying a car from someone privately on Craigslist or wherever you may find it. So just a little bit of advice on that on that side. I've seen plenty of times where someone buys a car, has an issue. Unfortunately, they, they show up at the dealership. You know, they buy a car for 1500 bucks on Craigslist or wherever else, used car lot, and it's cheap, but... You know, you have an issue that uh, you take to an independent garage and unfortunately people can't. Some of these folks haven't been trained sufficiently to work with some of these complex cars, complex modern cars. And you end up having to take your car out of there, take it to the dealership to get fixed. And you end up in a situation like this where you don't have a warranty that will take care of what you need or, you know, you don't you have a third party warranty, not a warranty from a manufacturer um that at times won't cover what you need or you're liable for diagnostic costs or etc etc whatever the case may be so um always recommend going to the retailer um, if you can afford to, to finance a car always recommend going to the retailer pay a little bit more and get the warranty you know get the peace of mind and um and go from there now if you're in a situation where you just need a cheap beater car where you just want to spend you know 1500 two grand tops on a car or something and um and you really can't finance you're in a position where you can't finance a car or you don't want to finance a car and you just want something inexpensive to drive back and forth to work or to run on errands or whatever the case may be then you know what sometimes in places like craigslist or offer up wherever it may be ebay you may find the car that that runs and drives for 1500 bucks but chances are you're not going to find the german car in great condition for that kind of money it's either going to have a lot of miles on it or there are going to be some issues if that's the top of your budget usually i recommend you go for something japanese like a honda or toyota you know, a Civic or a Camry Corolla, something of that nature, only because those cars are those cars are so much more inexpensive to service that it just makes more sense. So if, if you're shopping in that price range to get a car that, you know, it's only going to cost you, you know, 100 bucks to tops to do an oil, oil change or something like that, you know, as opposed to you buy a BMW 5 Series on Craigslist for three grand with 180,000 miles and, you know, you go to do an oil service and you need seven quarts of oil that costs $10 and, you know, you're already at $70 without counting the oil filter and labor. So 
you know, when compared to, to a Toyota, you know, and I exaggerated a little bit with a hundred bucks to do oil change on a Toyota or a Honda, it's probably a lot less than that. But so you got five quarts of oil, you know, plus a filter, half hour labor, you know, may cost you 60, 70 bucks tops. If you got a brand new Toyota, actually, for the first two years, they cover the oil changes. So that that's a great little tip there. But yeah, I would say if you're shopping in that price range, 1500, 1500 tops, 2000, maybe. Um, just get yourself a used Japanese car. Even if it has a little bit of mileage on it, just make sure it has some kind of service history or maintenance history, you know, just to protect yourself a little bit. You know, 1500 2000 bucks is still money. And try to stay away from, you know, from German cars with a lot of mileage on them because, you know, all it takes is one electrical item on these cars to, to fail and, you, and you're stuck with a bill right that's just as much as what you paid for your car and the car is just unusable you know lots of folks call me about three series cars from you know 2006 and up and you know these cars have these electronic keys they don't even have a regular key anymore um and sometimes you know you have a component that fails you know and it costs a couple hundred bucks maybe a thousand bucks the car won't drive anymore you can't get it started without this part and what did you pay for the car? You paid 2500 bucks for the car. And now you got to spend a thousand bucks fixing it, you know, just to get it to drive again, not including all the other things it needs. You know, it just, you put yourself in a bad spot when you do that. So just stay away from that. Stay away from financing German cars, uh, you know, with lots of mileage on them. Uh, I've met lots of folks who have called me either to have a look at their cars or to give them some advice on what they should do with their cars or or give them advice on what they should do when it comes to buying a new car where they, they've been in situations where they own a, a German car with maybe 150, 180,000 miles on it. And um, they financed it a couple years ago. You know, the car was, you know, they, they, they bought it maybe with 80, 90, 100,000 miles. Car's got a lot of mileage on it now and uh, need some maintenance items, some very expensive maintenance items. The car is worth nothing, and they still they still got a payment on it, you know, and the car needs work. And that's a really bad spot. You really don't want to be there. But that's what happens when you buy, let's say, one of these uh, fancy <laughs> luxury German cars that already has a lot of mileage on them. The car is four or five years, six years old to begin with, and then you finance it on top of that. Um, without putting uh, a large sum of money down, you know, so you just set yourself up for pain at that point. So I always recommend to folks don't do that. If you if you absolutely don't want to make a monthly payment, you don't want to finance something, uh, you want to own something outright, and um, your budget is somewhere, you know, under 10 grand, or even if it's over 10 grand. But if you're going to pay for something cash, I always uh, recommend that you have a pre-purchase inspection done. So Pretty much what that is, is, you know, you could do it at a dealership. If you find the car that you like, right, whether it's local or not local, you could always arrange for this to be done. Let's say you find the car in your town that you like. Someone's asking 10 grand for it. And, um, you know, you drive the car, you like it. So, you know, either you have someone come along with you who's in the automotive business, knows cars very well, and can spot issues in a car, whether it's... Uh, previous uh, body damage or mechanical issues, signs of rust, which you don't want in a car. Someone who's experienced and can pick pick out issues with the car. Either you bring someone like that along with you or you arrange to have the car looked at by a qualified uh, shop maintenance facility or the dealership. 
Um, and what you do is you pay to have a pre-purchase inspection done. You literally ask for that verbatim. You tell them, listen, I'd like to have a pre-purchase inspection done on a car I'm interested in buying. So sure, bring it in or schedule to have the current owner bring it in. We'll take a look at it. They'll do a comprehensive check of the car, give you a checklist with everything that's okay with the car, everything the car needs. And, you know, that kind of helps you make an educated decision at that point on if the car is worth buying or if, if, if it isn't and uh, what kind of work the car may or may not need. So there's all kinds of things to keep in mind when you're when you're out car shopping and, and um, it always helps to, to be informed, educate yourself, read articles, but even better than read books, even better than that, it's all about who you know. So if you know someone in the business, right, if you know someone in the business and um, whether it's a friend, family member, friend of a friend, reach out to someone who works on cars for a living, preferably someone who works at a dealership level. Anyone who's got extensive experience in the field can help you in some way. Um, and it's always best to just go in there with someone who, who knows about what you're going to buy. You know, you know, you wouldn't buy a house without having it properly inspected. I feel the same way about cars. I wouldn't buy a car unless I got a chance to really look it over and and see what some of the issues may be. Or, or you know, A lot of times in looking at a car, you can kind of tell what the history of the car is like, if it's a little shady or if it's been well taken care of or whatnot. So um, it's always best to, to have someone with experience come along with you and, and, and kind of uh, answer some of your questions you may have about the car. Someone who, who's not just interested in selling you the car. You know, so someone that you bring on your behalf to help you, even if you have to pay them, you know, pay people for their time. Don't be afraid to do that. It's not a big deal. hundred bucks. You give someone a hundred bucks for for some of their time for an hour, two hours, three hours of their time to go with you. Take a look at a car, come back, you know, goes a long way Buy someone lunch, whatever it may be. But just having someone who can give you advice on on something like that, you know, because face it, buying a car is you know, it's, an, it's a big deal, right? It's an important decision um, in your life, you know? You, you're buying a car, you're spending a large sum of money, or, you know, it's always good to, to just make educated decisions, have someone there to hold your hand along the way and answer some of your questions and go from there. So that's just always what I recommend to folks, but you'd be surprised at how many people just, you know, take a look at cars on Craigslist and we'll just go and buy a car without having someone look at it and it just makes me cringe when i think about that because you know the idea of just throwing four or five grand sometimes that i hear these people buying these cars without anyone taking a look at them away you know on a car that that might need as it stands a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars worth of work is just it's just crazy so you know feel free to reach out to me of your email accessautony at gmail.com or on twitter accessautony Ask me questions on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever it may be. You guys got any ideas for guests that I should have, questions that you'd like answered about, you know, servicing cars, buying cars, and all things of that nature. Feel free to send them in, and, um, you know, I promise I always look at, at all of that stuff. So um, thank you very much for joining me tonight, guys. So you have a good night. In the next episode, I'm going to have some guests who... Um, I've been working with for a couple of years now and um, have lots of different different backgrounds. Guys uh, have experience doing different things. One of the guys actually has lots of experience at buying cars from, from used car auctions. 
and somebody's got tons of experience doing that and he's going to give us some tips on things to look for things not to look for what to be wary about when you go buy a used car somewhere and definitely something to look forward to don't miss it should be up in the next uh, week or so. So just want to thank you guys very much for joining me tonight.